Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwill. Thanks so much for joining me again today on this chapter day journey. We're here on a Friday, the end of another work week. Hope it's been good for you. Our chapter today is Genesis 5, and it was verse 24 that I pulled out, which says, Enoch walked faithfully with God. Today's podcast is entitled, Beneath the Text. I've always been interested in family history, and over the years I've learned a great deal, but there's still a point at which the scant evidence of names and dates leave a lot to be desired from a story perspective. I know that my Vanderwell surname seems to spring from one particular neighborhood in Rotterdam in the Netherlands, while my bloom genes trace back to Groningen in the Netherlands. I have some McCoy genes that likely lead back to the McKay clan in Scotland, and uh, my Hamlin genes trace back to Virginia during the American Revolution, and then back to England, where there's actually a knight entombed in effigy in eastern England. Informational clues that leave a lot to the mystery of history. In the same way, the first 11 chapters of the great story are considered primeval history. They provide a broad brush sketch of creation and God's relationship with all of humanity, with scant information and a lot of mystery. But there's plenty of good stuff to mine in the mystery. For example, the numbers and patterns play a role in the telling of the story. You see, the letters of the Hebrew alphabet do double duty as numbers. And the authors of ancient Hebrew often hide numerical patterns in the writing. For example, the number 10 is important. It is associated with harmony and completeness, especially when it's related to humanity here on earth. So the book of Genesis itself is divided into 10 sections. 10 times in Genesis, the phrase, and God said, is used. The genealogies in today's chapter, and again in chapter 11, both list 10 generations. God will later deliver the Hebrews from slavery in Egypt through 10 plagues and subsequently provide humanity with 10 commandments. Now, yesterday's chapter told of the sin and curse of Cain and then traced his family line to the seventh generation after Adam. Seven is also a number associated with completeness, but it's more associated with the divine, as in the seven days of creation. The seven generations of Cain's line hint at the completeness of God's divine judgment on the family which remained rebellious toward God, even in the seventh generation. The ten generations listed in today's chapter hint at the complete human family line of Adam that will perpetuate humanity here on earth to and after the flood. And then there are patterns that emerge in the telling. The seventh generation in the line of Cain was Lamech, who continued his ancestors' murderous and rebellious ways. The seventh generation on Seth's line in today's chapter is Enoch, who walked faithfully with God. There's also the fact that Cain was the firstborn son 
and he was cursed. It was through the younger son, Seth, that humanity was blessed and perpetuated. Now, in human terms, the blessing, power, position always go to the firstborn son. But God's blessing through the younger son is a pattern that's going to be repeated all through the book of Genesis, as well as into the later chapters of the great story. Seth was blessed over Cain, Shem over Japheth, Isaac over Ishmael, Jacob over Esau, Judah and Joseph over their brothers, Ephraim over Manasseh, David over his brothers, Solomon over his brothers. See, the pattern of going against human tradition is a continuous reminder of what God would later say plainly through the prophet Isaiah. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As I always say, God's base language is metaphor. Today's chapter is more than a genealogy. It's layered with numbers and patterns that metaphorically speak to the moral contrast between Cain's family line and Seth's family line, the contrast of divine judgment and divine blessing, the contrast of death and life. On Sunday, I'm giving a message among my local gathering of Jesus followers from Ecclesiastes 3, the passage made familiar to millions by the birds, to everything. There's a time and a season. And one of the things I plan to discuss is that my own life, your own life, contains patterns that lead to deeper understanding of self and of family and of life if I'm willing to search under the surface of simple dates and memories. I hope you find whatever you're searching for today, my friend. Have a great weekend. We'll be back here on Monday.